Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hi, guys. Hey, friends. Happy day. Happy day. It's another one. We have got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking all about our lady bits, the hygiene, the health of your vag, because Lord knows there's nothing more (laughs) that I like to talk about than my vag. You truly do love talking about your vagina more than anything, I think. True. And we're also, you know, same, same, going to be talking about mentally strong kids. (laughs) What segue. (laughs) One of those things, I just yawned while I was saying that, one of those things is exactly Exactly like the other. Exactly. <laughs> but as always, we have your hashtag swag bag. But up next, the tits and the shits. You want to go first, Ash? I mean, yeah, sure. My tits are, um, things are fine. <laughs> That's great. I found uh, somebody to cut my hair. There you go. That's my tits. I got a haircut yesterday for the first time in about a year. I think I got one haircut in COVID. You know, it had been a long time and I was feeling not very well kept and everything else. I didn't really love the work that was done on my hair last time. So I've been stalking this woman who I liked her work. And I went to her yesterday and I love my haircut, which Carrie loves her haircut every two weeks. Um, It's been a year for me. So it's really nice. I don't love my haircut every two weeks. I usually dislike my haircut. And that's why I have to keep cutting. But you do get a haircut like every two weeks. Or a color or something, you know, you're always messing with your hair somehow, or you cut your own shit. Yes. Something. Something along those something. lines. You know what? My shits are Ikea. Get your shit together. You know about my closet. The yes. thing that I'm waiting on for this closet is the drawer fronts for the drawers. So I have the drawers, not the drawer fronts, because some genius decided that it was a good idea to sell these separately, which is ridiculous because you can't use the drawers without the drawer fronts. Yes. In an ideal world, you could, right? Like you could pull a drawer out, whatever. But the drawer front stabilizes these drawers. There is no such thing in Ikea as a perfect world. But like, what? why would you sell them separately? I don't understand it. And then why are they never in stock? And then, so earlier this week, I called Ikea customer service and I was like, hi, I need to get these drawer fronts. I keep having a hard time getting my hands on them. You know, help me out. And she was like, okay, so Friday, the Paramus location will have 50 in and the Elizabeth location will have like 35 in. Oh, boy. And I was like, okay. And she goes, so you might want to like go on right at midnight Friday. Oh, right. That's why you're tired. Yeah, when it turns midnight. At the stroke of midnight. Right. So I was like, all right, well, I'll stay up late and I will order these things. Midnight comes. That shit is not available. And I was like, oh, fuck this. So I went to bed and then I woke up in the morning and checked again and checked again and checked again and checked again. And it was never available. I called customer service again and she's like, it looks like they might be coming in the beginning of April. I just have shit all over the place and I want to move on with my life. I want to be done with this project and not because while the closet isn't a mess, now my bedroom is a mess holding everything. Yeah. Really, this is not a terrible shits at all. Nothing bad has happened, but I'm just annoyed. Ikea, get it together. I've been stalking Ikea too because same thing. These 
chairs that we need, not quite as annoying as your drawer fronts, but the chairs that we need, like they're never in stock. It's like so annoying. Yeah. Just so you know, my friend in customer service, who's not actually my friend, but was helpful when she told me I should go on on Friday, but was wrong. Um, She said that because of COVID, this actually made me feel like more compassionate towards Ikea, but because of COVID, they're like, you know, having issues with having people work and, you know, like everything is just slower. Shipping time, so everything's slower. Plus, you know, you compound that with the fact that everyone's working on their house and especially for you, everyone's like starting to buy all their outdoor stuff. Yeah. First world problems, people. Truly. First world problems. Truly, like worst things happen. My tits are that uh, we've had two really fun play dates. Oh, yeah. With you and Seba. And Luna is just like constantly saying, I miss my Sebi. He's my boy. I love him. Like, just like, I mean, maybe this is my shits, this part where she, every time I go to like get myself put together. And by that, I mean that loosely as in like brush my teeth. Right. Like just functioning. Right. She goes, I have to put on my makeup. Because Sebi is coming over. I need to put my makeup on for Sebi. I'm like, um, this is weird. <laughs> Sebi, one, will not notice. Two, you do not need to do that. I mean, and also, he might actually notice. <laughs> okay. I hate that he would, but... Yesterday, when we were getting into the car, and I had all my drag queen makeup on for this, you know, that photo shoot, shoot. I was buckling him in, and he grabbed my face and he goes, Mama, you look beautiful. And I was like, (laughs) Really? Okay, thank you. He he does also like drag race. He doesn't anymore. I wish he did. Okay. That would make more sense too, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. But anyway, now every day she goes, Quick, I got to put on my makeup before my Sebi comes over. (laughs) I'm like, Okay, girl. (laughs) I will say this to add on to that. What I learned this week from these playdates is how bad my child needed interaction with another child because he is a totally different kid this week. Like, totally different kid. A good boy, like a lot less acting out, like being very sweet. So I am just so excited for him to have a normal life because it's clear. And also Luna's, aside from today where Luna just does not want to nap, Luna's naps and sleeping have been epic since we've had those two play dates. She slept, I had to wake her ass up at 9am this morning. So that's my tits. My shits are, you know, the, 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 the only shit I have is that I have had some like old lady issues again. What what else is new? This segment should just be called Water Carries Old Lady Issues this week. <laughs> I fixed my hip, but now I have like some random cut on my head that won't heal. Like <laughs> like when you have your old grandma and like her sores won't heal because like her body's just not working properly anymore. Like I guess that's what's happening to me. It's been one day. What do you mean it won't heal? No, it's a full week. Oh, You've really? You've just seen it for one day. It's a full week. I now have a band-aid on it like Nelly because <laughs> it like won't heal. I feel like my old grandmother that was just like, her, my mom was like, stuff doesn't work. She's just not healing like she used to. Like I have diabetes or something. Did you put Neosporin? Yes. And I have a tiny little Band-Aid on it. And everyone's like, what's that Band-Aid on your head? I'm like, just leave me alone. Let me live. <laughs> and then my other old lady disease is like simple food is causing me gastrointestinal issues. So I'm taking Nexium. I'm on the Nexium train. I'm drinking kombucha. I'm like going back to maybe brewing kombucha because my stomach flora is all messed up. Welcome to the world of everything thing going shit. I don't understand it because you're like, I take, yeah, you take really good care of yourself. You like, like if anyone should be falling apart, it should be me. I'm telling you, I know this is my frustration. It's like the better I take care of myself, the worse I am. Maybe I should just be, oh, my kid is still not napping. Fun. (laughs) 
um, maybe my kid's just not going to nap today. That would Mine's be not. He's joy. upstairs right now with his dad. Funsies. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get this episode done so that I can. All right. Let's do, do it. What's wrong with my kid? Not that I don't love you guys, but struggle is real. This week's mom rages from my mother, OG mom, Linda Brown, formerly Sotero, formerly Logue. And her mom rage is when you buy your granddaughter a toy, at least it's branded so that when it ends up completely eaten in a dog bed, you know which toy it was. Oh, I did see that. The Play-Doh knife, right? Yeah. Yeah. She just bought a bunch of toys. My mom is fully vaccinated and finally got to go back to her home mothership, which is TJ Maxx. (gasps) And so she like went wild at TJ Maxx and bought a bunch of stuff because Luna's going to be there for a couple days. Both her dog and my dog love plastic. Like, no other. And so she's like, least when it has the name written all over it, you know what the hell they destroyed. Yeah. So that's my, that's my mom's snarky mom rage. That's it. That's a good one, Linda. Mom trash. We put the rage in motherhood. And we're not sending you anything, mom, because you already have all the mom trash stuff. So (laughs) suck it. (laughs) All right, moving on. Okay, so our first article that we're going to talk about is, there's actually two. I recently, let me segue this by, I'm not going to shout out anyone or call out anyone in particular, but recently it's come to my attention that some of my adult grown ass women friends did not know a whole lot about how to keep their biche, their choach, whatever you want to call it, in good working order. Like I was just hearing from my friends, like they were questioning me about stuff and I was like, what? I thought that was like... Everybody knows that. So I started to realize that I guess not everyone's parents were super verbal or open about taking care of business like yours and mine were. And so we're going to kind of do a little schooling you on how to keep your kitten healthy and happy. I mean, I'll tell you this. I know I'm supposed to wipe front to back, but I usually wipe back to front. I know. When we've had this discussion, I'm like, you're a monster. It's never been an issue because I'm not wiping my asshole. I'm like starting at the proper place. I know, but your taint is a little bridge of bacteria. I, I Listen, I understand, but now I actively make sure to wipe Better the right do it in two, in two pieces, like in two sections. What do you mean one, one section? Because once you get old, you actually can't fully reach around once you get to be a certain weight. Are you talking about when you take a shit? Every day when I wipe, anytime, uh-huh. I wipe from front to back. Right. But which involves a reach around. And sometimes right. my back doesn't allow me to lean and do a reach around. Got it. And when I've been heavier, it doesn't allow me to do that either. Right. Got it. Got it. So then I do it in two pieces. I do it front to back, just the vagina to the taint and then front to back, mid taint to anus. Yeah. What kind of monster does it all in one wipe? I usually do. Oh, no, I do two parts. (laughs) Well, now you guys can understand why this is an important topic already. We've merely scratched the surface and already there are discrepancies everywhere. Now, I just want to say, Ashley and I are not doctors, in case you have not figured this out yet. So <laughs> no, if you we, really have an we issue. We barely graduated <laughs> college, guys, so don't, like, take anything we say as medical advice. Listen, speak for yourself. I graduated with highest honors from my clown college. Right. Okay? You went so to theater just, school, so you barely <laughs> went to college. <laughs> but I did graduate highest clown Wonderful. Honors. Congratulations. Listen, if something smells not right, if something feels not right, Get yourself to a doctor, please. Do not listen to us. But here are just some just some things that we some little um, tips. First things first. I want to know what your ten commandments of pussy care are. I'm gonna tell you mine. We probably have some overlap, and then we'll read what the articles suggest. Okay. Number one, pee immediately after sex. One hundred percent. 
I'm just going to agree with you on things because I don't know if I can sit here and list my 10 commandments for vagina health right now. (laughs) I mean, you know, I can for sure. There's more than 10. Yeah. But definitely like pee right when you get done, just hop out and pee because you know you might fall asleep afterwards. 100%. Clean it out. And not that the dude that you're with after you have sex, you clean it. Baby wipe. If you can splash a little water. No, I don't do that. Something. I don't do that. Yeah, you should do that. No, the peeing is supposed to be enough. It is, but just in general, foreign bacteria on all around the area. So yes, for like the inside, but also like, let's say you have you use a condom, there's still bacteria around where the condom isn't, and it could cause you to have a, a reaction, not maybe an STD, but a not great reaction because foreign bacteria is foreign bacteria. All right, well, you and I differ there. Also, it's not good to clean your vagina that much also. Like there, it, Correct. It's self-cleaning. Right. It's self-cleaning. Right. We'll get into that. But especially if you're dating a lot of different people, right. just clean it out. It's different bacteria. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Wipe front to back. Please, please just do that. Don't use fragrance or harsh soap on your kitten. I disagree with that one. Oh, see, we're big. I have pH issues. The pH of your vagina can be very tricky. Now that I'm older, I agree. Uh, But Mm. for many, many years, that was not the case. It wasn't until I met, you know, the lovely lady sweet women. And now I use that wash every single day. I had used like mild shampoo. Oh, I used bar soap. Yeah, I wasn't a bar soap lady. And if it is, if ideally a bar soap that doesn't have a ton of fragrance. Right. Like a dove or something. Yeah, like no Irish spring up in your right. church. Certainly no Dr. Bronner's peppermint because that. Oh, I've done that. That's terrible. Yes, that has slid its way in because that's yeah, what that's I use as body wash. And that is, it is refreshing in the worst way. Exactly. Also, take a break from waxing every once in a while. Or forever. Right. I'm not a huge get the whole thing taken off, but the hair that is on your body is meant to Serves be there a for a reason. Yep. I get it. Like, you know, we've evolved. We don't necessarily need to have hair all the places that it is, but maybe don't always get rid of everything, like take a break. Yeah. The more that that area is like, quote unquote, an open wound, the more chance bacteria goes in there. Thongs are not your friend. If you do want to wear them, one, consider going commando rather than a thong. Two, well, they just statistically. I know, but yuck. Because the thong is like a a quick express way of like fronting, wiping the wrong way, basically. It just goes right up in there. So if you're going to wear a thong, do it infrequently and maybe just consider going commando if you need to. Right. Don't share a razor down there. So like if you razor. Isn't that like something we're all taught at like 11? Don't share a razor at all. I know. I'm just saying these are my 10 commandments. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I'm just telling you, I've heard a lot from adult people that I thought knew this, did not know this. The razor one specifically, or you're just saying that one? All the things that I'm listing here that are my 10 commandments are things that my friends did not know. Okay. Well, just in general, people listening, don't share a razor at all. Right. That's bad. That's like straight up bad. Yeah. Don't do it. Like, just don't do that. Yeah. Just get a razor. They're very cheap. Or just don't shave that area. Yeah. In general, don't douche. If you really feel like you have to, the vinegar one. Here, can I, I don't even understand douching. Unless, you know, like, douching your asshole is a different story. I get that. I have, my best friend is gay. He tells me all the time that's a necessity. I understand. But. Isn't douching your asshole an enema? Yes. Okay. Right. That's a different thing. It is, but it isn't. It's the same premise. Well, an enema, an enema never has fragrance in it. Okay. So my point is. 
Again, you are not a doctor. The point is, why does anyone douche at all? I don't know. I just don't know what purpose it serves or why one would douche. Because all I've ever heard is it's not good for you. So why would you do it? I mean, there have been times in my life where it has felt not great in there and also smelled not great in there, as we all know, because um, I talk about it all the time. And so I have maybe twice in my life done like a vinegar one. And what does it do? Like reset? Everything? It's supposed to like reset, but there are ones that have perfumes and stuff in it. Definitely don't do those. Oh, because you're like putting it in your body, right? Right. And the vinegar ones, I I didn't notice that much of a difference, honestly. And you're not, again, the vagina is self-cleaning. I have done some like crazy hippie shit, like, um, which I'm not touting to be. Vaginal steaming? No, no, no. Like uh, a peeled garlic clove in cheesecloth up there. And that actually did work. Wow. Because garlic is antimicrobial and antibacterial. So I have done that. You just have to be careful because if you have like a yeast infection, that will hurt. And they also say. Putting garlic up there. Yogurt for yeast infections, right? Yeah. But like if you have a yeast infection that's really bad, it'll be kind of raw in there and garlic is not. Oof. It's harsh, you know? Yeah. It's mostly just for like it resets the pH of your vagina. Okay. Garlic clove. True story. I put it in a cheesecloth because you don't want to get it stuck up there. So I make like a fake tampon so it has a string and I can pull it out. That's actually a very good tip because I would not think, I don't foresee myself shoving garlic up there anytime soon, but that is a good tip because I would uh, not think of that. Yeah. You basically make a little little cheesecloth tampon. Yeah, you peel the garlic so that the skin, you know, the skin part is not on it. Yeah. And you stick it up there and you you sleep in it overnight and then you pull that shit out and the heat of your vagina like cooks it up. And when you pull it out, the garlic no longer really smells like garlic and your vagina doesn't smell like garlic. It's like they cancel each other huh. out. It's like uh, yeah. like the servadil they put in me too. Exactly. So I have done that and I don't, if I need to, I will continue to do that. It just kind of resets the pH. Okay. So try not to douche. Sorry. That was a real tea. Correct. Okay. Super. Okay. So shall we talk about what these articles recommend? Yes. Oh, one of mine that you didn't list, try to sleep with no underwear on. Oh, yeah. That's another one I do, too. Yeah. And also, I avoid tampons as much as possible. I've started doing that recently. Yeah. I I mean, listen, for years and years and years, I did it. There would be times I would sleep over a boyfriend's house and put a tampon in because I didn't want to bleed through the sheets or like, you know, whatever reason. But I think I just had a kid and I realized that like, I don't like the way it feels. I do it if absolutely necessary, but I don't like that dry cotton feeling inside of me like if it feels yeah. like that it probably isn't that great the other thing though also sometimes I get is I get what feels like a diaper rash sometimes from yes. pads I, I I vacillate back and forth I try to give it a rest every once in a while yeah you know yeah one so I'm just going to go through quickly because there's two articles one of them says ensure proper cleaning this says it's self-cleaning but it's essential to regularly and thoroughly clean using water and mild cleanser but do not same as we said refrain from over cleansing using fragrant products or harsh soaps and- also, again, I learned this from Lady Sweet, and I am going to include our Lady Sweet code because I do use it every day and I love it. And I think me too. I use it every day too. I really think this company is fantastic, and we've been working for them, working with them for a while. But they make a wash, and I learned from them the wash isn't supposed to go in your vagina, like in no, the hole. It's just no, it's Mm-mm. vulva labia area. Yep, and that's yep. it. As a little kid, I used to like put soap in my punani. No, you don't need to yeah, do that. Yeah, so just just in case you didn't know that. They say wear comfortable clothing, recommend, they recommend avoid wearing tight clothes, stick to breathable innerwear. Oh, another thing is I always wear co- 100% cotton underwear. Or at least the lining is cotton. cotton. Crotch. Right. 
I, because I'm a yoga teacher and I have, I often wear tight clothes and I'm sweating and then it dries and then I'm reactivating yeah. the sweat. Fitness teachers are a hotbed for yeast infections. Huh. Just everybody should know that. In fact, in the summer, I'm just prone to them anyway. I carry clean underwear in my purse and I just change out my underwear throughout the day. Because I'm a big sweaty person. If you're wearing tight clothes like spandex or synthetic pants for too long, change immediately because sweat can potentially lead to a vaginal infection. So my version of that is I change out the underwear, um, use clean cotton-based underwear for uh, and change your clothes and underwear since they get sweaty after a sport or physical activity. Be, this was interesting. Be careful when use a, using public restrooms. You can get an infection from sitting on a toilet seat. Yeah. Be careful. I yeah. just like didn't, I mean, I get, I, you don't want to sit on pee, but I don't think I really fully realized that one totally, just aside from it's like gross. I mean, it's something I've always heard. But it also hasn't anyway, stopped me. Right. Hygiene during menstruation. Every woman wants to feel clean and odorless and comfortable during that time of the month. You should habitually change your sanitary pad or tampon. Be stringent about not wearing it for more than five to six hours. We've all been there where we've done longer. So I feel you, but try not to. Here's an elementary question about tampon use. And I don't know if you're the right person to ask, but I'm just going to put it out there. When they say like the hard, the chance of toxic shock syndrome, right? Is it multiple hours consectively of even a fresh one up there or is it just the yeah, same Yeah, you should one? never leave. No, it's okay to have change right. in it. That's what I thought. Multi- it's one tampon. Okay. Yeah. I pretty much almost had toxic shock. It's a long story. It's a disgusting story. I'll save it for another time. But then also just know that some tampons have scents. Some pads have scents. I personally am kind of sensitive in general. Like I can't wash my clothes at all, but especially my underwear in any kind of thing that has a fragrance. I was having like swollen vagina stuff that I thought was like a terrible STD. Turns out I just had a little bit of scent in my detergent and it was on my underwear and it was causing like a crazy reaction because that skin is very sensitive. The same thing happens to me with like um, tampons and pads that aren't organic that are like bleached or have scent. I get a terrible vaginal reaction. Yeah, now you can get unbleached cotton tampons it's and really pads easy everywhere. everywhere. I was just at Target today and I bought some. I used to have to order mine. I mean, this has been going on for me for like 25 years. So I used to have to like yeah. go to like the one hippie store yeah. and try to get it. But in general, stay away, like as natural as you can get down there. Yeah. Extra important during the summer, since we perspire more, you're have higher increasing chances of bacterial infections due to ra- and rashes and sweats. So keep your intimate area super clean and dry to prevent rashes, infections and odor. Another thing, don't use baby powder because it has talc. Anywhere. You shouldn't be using baby powder at all. No, but they do make powders that help keep that area dry. One specifically is called Nyostatin. Your doctor can prescribe it. You just put a little bit in your underwear and it keeps that whole area dry, especially if you're prone to yeast infections. And two simple cornstarch is better than that. And they make talc-free powders that you can put like in your underwear. And again, the idea is not to have it go in your punani, just to kind of be like on the skin barrier to help wetness not go in there, but definitely not talc. But Nyostatin, it's great. Just a little powder. I get it every summer from my doctor. Hygiene pre and post coitus, like clean before, clean after. Doctor visits, like apart from regular checkups, stay vigilant with your intimate health. It's normal to have like different kinds of discharges based on times of the month. If anything feels uncomfortable, looks like a weird consistency, like cheesy or smells or is a funny color, definitely, you know, consult your doctor. WebMD can not always be your friend, as we all know. So really the only big takeaway from this second article that I just want to share 
has nothing to do with your vagina. And it just says your body struggles to break down alcohol as you get older. Ugh. Well, I've been feeling it. <laughs> God damn it. There's an enzyme called in alcohol called dehydrogenase or whatever. And it helps you metabolize what you eat. When you get older, you really don't make it anymore, which is why you have so nasty So then shouldn't hangovers. drinking more of it help you pro- break down the food more? No, I'm sorry. We need it. We need that chemical oh. to break down it. It's not And it, it like sorry. inhibits it. Yeah. Got it. The other thing is your nipples tell you a lot about your body. So if you got an itch on your nip, you could be allergic to something. Oh. If one nipple is like swollen or hard all the time, like don't ignore those signs. That was super interesting. Another super interesting thing said that your eyes reveal a lot. So if you're having like your eyes don't look as bright or if they're itchy, it actually can be like inflammation in a different part of the body. Interesting. That and adding a half a teaspoon of black pepper to your meals can help you have a flatter stomach. And also never go ass to mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it, guys. (laughs) Hope you love your vag as much as we do. (laughs) As we love your vag, obviously. Oh, and for those of you who want to buy some products that really do help a healthy vagina and keep a healthy pH, we really do recommend LadySweet. It's LadySweetBeauty.com. You can use code MOMTRAGE15 for 15% off. Uh, Full disclosure, we do get a commission of your purchase, but... We were liking them before they offered that, so... I literally use it every single day and have for like two or three years before I even got a commission code. They also make a CBD, which is really great. A CBD oil, it's for your mouth. You take it in your mouth. Our code is also good on that. But ladysweetbeauty.com, definitely, definitely do the pH wash. The oil is fantastic too. We use that on our faces as well. And then they have a new product, which I haven't tried, which is like a, another kind of oil thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I haven't tri- have you tried it? No, I haven't tried it yet. Anyway, ladysweetbeauty.com. Also just sidebar. This shrimp in the cinnamon toast crunch is getting super dark. Basically, he posted that and everyone's like, he's a gaslighter. He's abusive. And yeah. like, basically, women are like having receipts. Poor Topanga. That's all I have to say. Poor Topanga. It really has been interesting because at first it was just like a fun back and forth between cinnamon toast crunch and this guy. And then it turns out he's married to Topanga. And then it turns out that he's like emotionally abusive towards women. I've, I've only seen emotionally abusive, correct? I think so. Verbally. And Verbally emotionally. and emotionally. Yeah, but not physically. No, I have a thing for Topanga. Me too. Back in the day when I lived in Los Angeles and I was extremely poor, starving artist, I used to go to a place called Soup Plantation. Oh, I loved Soup Plantation. R.I.P. In the, Bev- yes, in the Beverly, the Beverly Center, Center one. At, next to P.F. Chang's yep. and uh, Cold Stone Creamery. Yep. I would bring a book and I would just hide in the corner and stay for two meals because it's like you pay and then you just get an unlimited and I would work the system and try to get two meals and like bring scripts and read them and Topanga who was not working at the time would do the same thing and I would see her there and I was like oh girl wow. I would see her there all the time doing the sneaky thing that I was doing all the time wow. staying for two meals there's my hot goss on Topanga that might be the most fun celebrity hot gossip you've ever had. Her name is Daniel Fischel, by the way. I know, I know. But she will always be Topanga. Wow. Oh. And this was really before she was not like a paparazzi. No one cared. It was pre her dating Lance Bass, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes, which is ridiculous. Right. What a beard. Okay. Anyway, so this next is uh, article is a CNBC article, and it is called Parenting Tips from a Psychotherapist on What Makes 
kids emotionally strong. What I really liked about this article personally, it's not just emotionally strong kids. It's like emotionally strong adults. Like I need to do these things. Yeah. I was like, this is for kids, but this is actually for me too. So I think it's just really helpful. And especially now in this world, it's hard to be emotionally strong. (laughs) So I also think this is just great for moms because we need to be, or parents, period. We need to be emotionally strong for our kids so that they can also model it themselves after us. So, So here are some tips from actual experts from a peer-reviewed journal. Tip number one, they empower themselves with things like, all I can do is try my best, act confident, I am good enough, and I choose to be happy today. So these are phrases that you can use, ways of wording things, affirmations, that kind of thing. Right. I love I choose to be happy today. I do too. When I was going through a really, really dark period when I was living in LA, the one resolution I I made for myself was I'm at least going to find a moment of happiness in every single day. Although it may not have been the most healthy thing, like getting shit faced and staying at a bar till, you know, way past closing till 5am probably wasn't the uh, best way to find happiness in the day. But those little things were what kept me going and were what got me excited about the next day. And it was the, the promise of some kind of enjoyment. The other thing, though, to say about this is why is everyone emotionally the worst in Los Angeles? Because I was too. They're the worst. Because the the whole, listen, that's a whole other thing. I could really go on and on. I could talk about it for an hour. But essentially. One of the loneliest places. Yeah, the quick thing is everybody in LA is, is pretty much used to being a big fish in a small pond. And then they come to LA. You feel the competition. Even if you went there and weren't a competitive person, even if you went there and you weren't an insecure person, I never felt worse about myself. Everything feels seedy. Like everything feels like dirty. I just said the streets are paved with desperation. You can feel it. It's like palpable. Yes, truly. And like the shit you see on like Entourage and like in movies where you're like, that doesn't really happen. Like what a fun scenario actually happens. And it's gross. It's like not enjoyable. It's gross. At least it was for me. Anyway. The next one is really simply, they just adapt to change, which God, the kids have adapted really well to change and have had to put up with a lot of change during this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to them. Yeah. They know when to say no. Their sayings are, no, I'm not able to. Thank you so much for inviting me, but I have other plans. I'll have to check and get back to you. Or I really don't feel like doing that today, but I appreciate you asking. That is, I think, the uh, strongest tip because I, as an adult, have a very hard time saying no to things. Agreed. I read that and I was like, ooh, I'm going to use those ones. In fact, I have an upcoming, hey, going to be in town, would love to see you. And I said yes, knowing that I fully intend to say no at the last minute and make up some kind of lie just because I didn't want to say no. Well, so now you can just use those. Just like tattoo them on your arm. Yes. (laughs) Yep. They own their mistakes. So this is something I have talked about a little bit. And actually, this is very timely because Luna did this today and I was so proud of her. Recently in an episode, I talked about things that I'm working on or maybe it was when we were doing an episode with somebody else. I can't remember. Oh, we do so many interviews. <laughs> I mean, we do record an episode a week, so. No, but I mean also when we record for someone else's podcast oh, or whatever. And that. Is that people say when they don't know something, but they also admit when they're wrong. Yes. That's a power move. Yes. And it's it's a high leverage power move. Today, Luna, this is actually- Oh, I think that was on Entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. This maybe should have been either my tits or my shits, but I was in my dressing room today and Luna came to me and said, Mama, I did something bad. And I was like, oh, God, what did she do? 
And I was like, okay, well, show me. So she goes over and underneath my bedside table, I have like a couple books that I'm currently reading. And I have a pretty, really beautiful pink box from the container store that has my sex toys in it. And I used to keep her like goodnight books there when we used to do more like saying goodnight in the bedroom with me. But now we try to keep it in the crib. So I guess she went to go look for her books and she pulled out my books and like the box of sex toys. (laughs) And I was like, well, thank you. You're not in trouble because you told me. So thank you. And she didn't like rifle through it. You could tell she like tried to pull something out and everything fell, right. you know? Right. And I was like, so you're not in trouble, but thank you for telling me and just let's not do it again. By so the I was way, super proud of her. Super proud. Also, there is no hiding your sex toys from your kids. No matter what you do, they're going to find it. I wasn't actually, I wasn't actually worried about her finding it. I know. It. I, it was just one of those funny moments where I was like, oh, and there's a bunch of vibrators and dildos out on the ground. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, <laughs> listen, I'd prefer my son not find my sex toys just because it feels, I don't have an issue with him knowing about stuff like that. It just feels a little like he sees me in the shower. I don't want him seeing me pull a tampon out. You know what I mean? Like there's a level of like, it's okay. That's just a little too much. We don't need to like. Maybe it's different because I have a girl. Right. Because she sees me pull tampons out. Exactly. It might, might be different with a boy. Yeah. Yes, it's different. It's not that it's lewd or anything. It's just like, yeah. give me my privacy to do this thing. And my new favorite thing is that I ask her to get me a pad or a tampon when I'm in the bathroom downstairs and she goes and gets it for me. It's like the best. I mean, at Target today, he was like, we were in the tampon pad aisle and he's like, what's that? And I said, that's a pad. And he's, he goes, is that a diaper? And I was like, no, that's a pad for women when they get their period. What's the other thing? It's kind of like a diaper. Yeah. So yeah, they own their mistakes and grownups need to do this probably even more than kids do. Way more. I was so proud of her. That's like a new thing. She's never done that before. This is a big one. They celebrate other people's successes, which goes back to something you and I talk about all the time, which is your kid doesn't need a trophy just for participating. Right. There is a lot to learn in watching other people succeed in not necessarily succeeding or failing yourself. That is a valuable life lesson because I think we all know adults that just don't know how to celebrate other people's success. Yeah. And also like that quote unquote quote, good game thing, like in baseball or whatever. That's important. Yeah. Good game. Yep. That's important. Yep. Teach your kids to do that well and not be a dick about it. He has, Sebastian has not gathered that yet. We're not there yet, but we're trying. (laughs) Yes. That's all that counts. They fail and try again. This is another big one. Again, it's kind of in that not all kids get trophies. You know, if you want to be the best, you have to fail a lot. Yep. And one of my favorite quotes, again, I think this is on Entrepreneistas when we did their podcast, is a quote by Samuel Beckett for me, which is, ever tried, ever failed, no matter, try again, fail again, fail better. Yep. I just like to call it a lesser win. It's a lesser win. It's like a win light. That's a good way of looking at it. And lastly, they persist, which we all, that again, these are all written for kids, you know, how to raise mentally strong kids. And it's because you need to lay the groundwork when they're young, but Adults really need these tips too. <laughs> truly, I really needed this for me. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I have a hard time celebrating other people's successes sometimes. So, and that's the truth. We'll work on that, bitch. I have been, actually, very much so. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. <laughs> All right. Should we do a little hashtag swag bag? Yes. Hashtag swag bag. My hashtag swag bag this week is cheese. Just cheese. I love cheese. <sighs> That's good. Specifically, I love a good Manchego. I love a good mm, aged Manchego. Too. I've never met a cheese I don't like, ever. I don't like blue cheese. I love them all. Give them all to me. I want to eat them all. Like Andy Cohen will often ask people, would you rather give up 
cheese or oral sex. And I'm always like, there is no competition for me. I will give no, up oral 100%, sex. Yes. Every time, hands down, not just. Hand, get it hands down. Yeah. Like, it, I don't even need a, t- a second to think about it. I'm not giving up cheese. I'm lactose intolerant and I still eat cheese. So that should say it all. That's like one time my friend asked me if I had to give up butter or cut off a digit. I was like, digit, easy. Like, digit. I love butter so hard. Oh, by the way, I have a butter right now. This is, this is, this has just turned into that uh, delicious dish from SNL. Yes. You know that Clark's milk that Sebastian is always like, yes. is it Clark's milk? So they make a butter. It is just a Clark's huge, butter. I'll bring you some next time I see you. It's a huge, I didn't know you love butter this much, but it's a huge brick of butter. It is so good. I will pay you for all the butters. You don't need to pay me. I have eaten it straight, like cut off a piece. Me too. Because it's just like, it's like a beautiful aged cheddar. It is so good, this butter. Ugh. Anyway, Clark's Milk, they're not a nationwide brand, but they are, they're butters. Is that your swag bag? No, I'm just adding to yours. <laughs> uh, my swag bag is, I'm going to go with Lady Sweet again. I actually had something else planned, but seeing as we're talking about vaginas and healthy vaginas, and I just really love them, and I think that they're so great, and everyone can benefit from them. I'm going to go with Lady Sweet coupon code MOMTRASH15. You get 15% off. And again, definitely get the wash. If you're going to get one thing, get the wash. Yes. Keep the kitten happy, guys. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. Happy kitten, happy everything. Yeah. And that wash is so mild that sometimes I find myself like scrubbing with my hand a little harder because I'm like, I don't know that it's doing anything. That's how mild it is. I do like a nail drag. Ew. Oh my God. That's so gross. <laughs> and I do a little scrub. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do a little like finger scrub, not a nail drag. What do you I do a nail drag to get any cheese. Speaking of cheese. Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> and I don't even get grossed out. And that's our show, guys. <laughs> I don't, I literally could talk about shit till the cows come home. Nothing grosses me out, but that was too much for me. <laughs> We've reached the point where it's gotten too much for I literally got a DM the other day from a friend of mine who was like, you're the only woman in my life that talks about bowel movements. (laughs) You play a very important role. It's like, yep, that's me. He listens to our show, so now he he gets to know that you scrape your vagina cheese with your (laughs) nail. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I just keep visualizing, and it is not pretty because I— It's why I I keep my nails short. (laughs) Anyway— Enjoy your week. Hope you weren't eating while you were listening to this. (laughs) Bye. Especially not cheese or butter. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.